Hello and welcome to this week's Hong Kong Heritage. Legislator Lung Kwok Hung, or long hair, is seen by some as a radical. He says it's just important to have your voice heard. Born in Shao Wan, the son of an armor, Lung came from the grassroots he has always identified with. I went along to his LegCo office to have a chat about his life. I was born in South Kiwan. At that time, South Kiwan uh, was a uh, fisherman area in a certain extent because uh, there, there was a, a, a school for the children, for, for the children of the f- uh, fishermen. There is a uh, seafood market there. When I was six, I moved to Taiwan, uh, to the resettlement area. So I moved to the public housing. My family was benefited by that. So, so you you mentioned that your your mum was a an armor. Yeah, since my 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 mother didn't get get along with my father. My father was uh, uh, was an alcoholic, and. And I think he was a very mean person. So, at six, when when I was six, I my my father left uh, the family. So my mother needed to support me. So she worked as an armor. Oh. Were you an only child, or you had brothers and sisters? I was the only child of the, of my family. So your parents were they from the mainland? Yeah, they were from mainland. My 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 father came here. Uh, in the thirties of uh, of 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 twentieth century, something. And what, which part of the mainland were they from? Kwantung. I think my father came from uh, Punyu. My mother came from uh, Changsheng. So I well, actually, I I've been back to my uh, mother's uh, homeland f- from time to time, uh, and. Until my home return uh, certificate was, I I cannot apply it. You know, they, they, the the Chinese government did didn't allow me to to be the holder of my, the home return certificate, so I cannot go there. So when your mum worked as an armor, was she sort of cleaning at different people's houses, or did she work for a specific family? It's a domestic helper. Armor means domestic helper at that time, but there was. No idea of domestic helper at that time. The armor is uh, is part of family. So your mother would she wear the the sort of white shirt and the black trousers? Uh, yes. But uh, you didn't live with her at that time. Did were you living with other relatives? Or? Yes. Uh, after my father left the family and my mother did to work as an armor, so. I went to uh, a family, a big family. Uh, actually, uh, they got seven children, so it's a big family. So I, I, I became uh, a best ship of the family. So I got all the blames. So, so that's why I, I, I was fond of reading. Yes. So you actually uh, were able to get the quiet time through the reading. Uh, yeah, and, and listen to the radio as well. So. At that time, you know, it's the only entertainment. And once a week, my mother will uh, come and pick me up and uh, brought me home. Which school did you go to? My school is Wen Kuang Primary School in South Kiwan. And um, what did? How did you view school at that time? I get along with my classmate. It's good. Were you a sportsman at all? 
I'm fond of playing football actually. I since then, since uh, I was six, I was fond of football. Football is a game of the people, you know, because uh, you don't need to uh, have a lot of uh, facilitation to play it, you know, because uh, you know you can play anywhere. We play football. On the street, actually, in Sochi, one in the evening when the traffic is not busy, you know, at that time there was not ma- many vehicles. What year were you born? I was born in 1956, and I got the influence from the Brazilian football because at that time there's a, a lot of comic books. Uh, they take they take football as a subject, you know, it's football comic books. So we 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 liked. We we learn from then, and then we listen to the radio. We we don't watch the football, but we pray. Now, being born in in 1956 in Hong Kong, um, what would you have said were your early political influences? Oh yeah, my 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 political influence is not from Hong Kong; it's from my uh, relatives in China. When I my uncle was was a member of the Communist Party. In China, I think he worked in the government, so I got the influence from him and also from my mother. You know, uh, left-wing background. So, but the first, the first thing I learned about politics is the riot in 1966 and the riot again in 1967. So, two riots. Mm. Yeah, you'd have been about ten at the time. What do you remember? Oh. At that time, there was no TV. I I I, I couldn't uh, watch it from TV, so I listened to the radio and and and, and read the newspaper. I was quite um, quite emotional at that time because I thought uh, I don't know exactly what what is the political idea behind it, you know, you know. But I I think uh, those youths who who take who talk to the street got a reason. Because I, uh, there was a lot of corruption and the gaps between the rich and poor is too. It's too significant. So I, I come from the grassroots background, so I can feel for those people who take to the street and, 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 and try to change the injustice in Hong Kong. Now, what age did you go to school until? 17, maybe. I work on uh, odd jobs for almost uh, five years. And then I was a full-timer of a political organizations called the... Um, Revolutionary Marxist League. So I work as a full time. The Revolutionary Marxist League. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think it's from 1981 to 1986. Before that, I was a surveyor and a construction worker. All sorts. Of, all sorts of odd jobs. But it was more to supplement what you were doing politically. Well, I earned, I earned good money when I was a surveyor. So. Uh, as a way, uh, so I I got enough money to support me uh, as a full timer of uh, the RML, the Revolutionary Marxist League, and up until 1986. And then my girlfriend told me I need to have a job because uh, I was too poor. So what was the job? The KMB cleaning. I start uh, my my working uh, at 10 p.m. and finished at. Uh, 4 a.m. So I listened to the radio a lot. Uh, at that time, uh, I think my girlfriend gave me a, a gift, which is a, a, a radio, you know, uh, with an earphone on. So at that time, it was very popular, Sony. It's a very good quality. Uh, 
so I listen to a lot of uh, radio, and especially I listen to the radio station uh, for the British uh, Army. So, so I listen to it. Uh, I actually I pick up my English from that, and you know a, a lot of knowledge from from that, and the music as well. What would you say are your musical influences? Oh, it's it's far. My my musical influence is is from the seventies, uh, late sixties, when I was a, a school kid. Um, at that time, we need to pay a lot of money for for the music we like. Uh, for example, we would go to the uh, record company, which is uh, not far away from our school, and then we need to pay fifty cents for each song that was uh, recorded by the. Record company, so it's a pirate. <laughs> so early pi- pirate copies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but but it's okay because we can choose the song. So if you buy a record at that time, it's quite expensive. Even though you can buy uh, some of the pirate copies uh, from uh, from Temple Street, it's very very cheap. But still, then you need to buy the whole record. But if you only like one or two songs. A record, so you you go to uh, you go to a certain place, and then they would do it for you. So nothing changes, but it would. Um, I mean, when you had the pirate copy, was that on an LP or a single, or was it on no, a cassette uh, tape? Cassette tape, right, cassette tape, right, right. cassette tape. So at yeah. that time, so yeah. Yeah. So um, so yeah, late sixties, early seventies. Uh, I mean, I know you probably like a wide range of music, but what would you say some of those bands were? Oh, at that time there were a lot. Um, there's something called progressive music, okay? Classical rock, uh, hard rock, Led Zeppelin, Deep Purple, uh, All Men's Men's Brothers. You know, it's different, but I I prefer uh, British rock more at that time. What about Bob Dylan? Bob Dylan's, uh, oh yeah, I like like him a lot. Uh, Actually, I got influence from my friend, one of my friends, and then he... um, uh, yeah, he he made a tape for me, which is the music of Bob Dylan, and then since then I was fond of his music. Life is like a river; it moves on. Music is something like that. Uh, you know what what kind of music do you like? It's it's this it's your life because you met different you met different peoples and they got the influence on you. You influence the other people. You exchange the record. You exchange the idea of music. You 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 go to the concert uh, together, but at that time, uh, we, we I was too poor to to go to the concerts. You know, moving on, the the fact that Very you, poor. yeah, the fact that you have still a million poor in in Hong Kong. Do you think that uh, more should be done? Uh, I think um, well, of course, uh, Hong Kong improve improves a lot, but but the problem is that the distribution of the wealth and resources. It's not fair enough because we, I, we, I as a person who, who is almost sixty now, my age, I, I watch it move. I, 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 I watch the contributions of the ordinary people of Hong Kong. But you think about that, you know. Now, now, you can find some of the old ladies are picking up the the garbage in order to earn a, a few pennies. So I mean. It's unacceptable. 
Can you tell me, you've been um, at least once in, in, in you've um, served time in, in prison. Can you tell me about that experience? It's boring. And actually, prison is a small society. It reflects all kinds of behavior, human natures outside the prison. So prison actually is a melting pot, I think, a meeting point for those people who involved in uh, some kind of uh, crimes. I was in prison for a few times. I, the first time I was in prison is in 1979, when I was quite young. And I, was, you know, I was the member of the RML at the time, the Revolutionary Marxist Group, which is a Trotsky group. And I was sentenced to jail of uh, guilty for unlawful assembly. Unmoral assembly as a crime is some kind of uh, the legacy of uh, colonial rule. You know, I think it's totally. Uh, I try to control the people from exercise their right of uh, freedom of assembly in the night two thousand year of two thousand two two thousand one two thousand two. I was uh, found guilty of uh, the charge of uh, contempt to the legislative council. Which, which is uh, uh, which is related to the protest in the gallery of the uh, legislative council. When 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 the uh, chief executive of uh, Hong Kong, Mr. Tong Xinhua, uh, gave the uh, the policy speech. And what did you do? I I shot a slogan and saw a banner uh, for. Condemning the uh, the uh, small circle selection of the CE uh, uh, demanded uh, universal suffrage and demanded uh, there should be a genuine uh, social security system in Hong Kong and demanded uh, Mr. Tong Chiwa to step down. My thanks to League of Social Democrats legislator Lung Kwok Hung or Longhair. Thanks for listening and join me next week on Hong Kong Heritage.